0: jessica
1: hi jesus hi. i'm a fucking mess
0: no pasha.
1: <laughs> i am i ugh, i'm so sorry that's okay it's all good
0: we're so happy to, to meet you thank you so much for doing I'm, the show
1: i'm so happy to meet you too i can't my ring light's not working
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny we literally were just like i wish we both had ring lights today
1: yeah we need them <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious
0: oh man well, thank you so much for taking the time. We, um, it's so funny because we just did uh, this long festival and it was like seven hours a day of interviews and it was like really fatiguing on us. And I swear to God, the saving grace was between interviews. We would watch Disgusting Hawk and I'm not just saying <laughs> yeah. that. We just, we just, it's it crazy because we had Dan Soder on and I was yeah. trying to show her Dan Soder and I, I, I typed him in YouTube and then the, the Disgusting Hawk lollipop clip came up of him and we were like what the fuck is this and then we marathoned it yeah and we were watching them twice and we were walking we're in a recording studio we're walking around showing people like it really yeah. did save our lives so thank you so much for coming on
1: i'm so glad i mean you know it's listen you i think you have to be either severely mentally ill or on major <laughs> drugs to to get into disgusting walk. but i just feel like it's so good for now because it's like mindless you know yeah It's great.
0: It's so it's so funny, and your stand-up is so funny, and uh, we're just big fans. So we're really like stoked to have you here. We've been talking about this for weeks. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so glad. And uh, congratulations on hysterical coming out, which is now on FX.
1: Yes, it's it's actually it went to Hulu, which is great because it's on demand. So that's that's uh, so great. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. We're in Canada, so it's it's like it's weird. You have I I. I, uh, you have to get like VPN streamers and stuff like that. Like, even like we know, wanted to watch why
1: the. is that? It's I so stupid, right? The it was one the one like same with the Canadians. Patrice O'Neill
0: documentary <laughs> that just came out. It's not on any. Uh, canadian streaming services for some reason
1: yeah i keep getting messages from people in canada like how can i watch hysterical i'm like it's on fx and hulu how could you not have it in canada it's so crazy
0: it's weird our version of hulu is called crave but they can't get the licensing for everything it's like that with movies too like if you've ever wondered why a movie isn't on netflix it's because they couldn't get licensing for all the music typically Mm -hmm. so i wonder if that's that's something to do with it
1: yeah, I don't know. I, I hate that though because I'm I'm always in Canada. I do so many shows there, and I'm so connected. Out of any country, I'm so connected to Canada. And I have Canadian fans, and it's so. It seems like that would be the first place that would have yeah FX and Hulu and have access to it. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, right?
0: that's frustrating. But yeah. it must. It is so cool. Like what? What a great documentary you put together, and it must have been a lot of work. So congratulations on releasing it
1: thank you i mean i think you guys will love it like anyone who's in this business is is flipping out over it because yeah. it's really amazing it's not it's not a typical documentary i mean so many comics have sent me messages and said i just love the tone of it it's it's different it's mm-hmm. um even male comics are like i watched it and cried like it's oh, wow. so it's deep it's very funny but it's also deep it just shows like the struggles of being a comedian and um, especially a female comic yeah. and uh, why we get into it that we're damaged and, and, and literally like people are like, why did you stay in it? You know, after the things that they see and the things we talk about um, yeah. and it's just, it, it is, I'm very proud of it. I really yeah. am.
0: That's so excellent. We, yeah. um, we had on uh Nikki Glaser on the show and she she's oh, in that cool. she's so funny but it, it was funny because uh I had all these questions prepared and then all we did was talk about therapy the yeah. whole time and it was actually like <laughs> That's my favorite
1: I talk about <laughs> oh really
0: and it's yeah. funny same we also had Neil Brennan on and all we did was talk to him about uh was therapy too yeah uh, it was funny because um I was telling Nikki like uh because I'm in therapy too. I was, I was explaining to my therapist something from my childhood and I looked up and he looked devastated and I was like, Oh no, no, I'm sorry. And then now I feel bad. And I'm like, wait a second, this is what, this is what you're here for. So my real people in my life don't have to deal with this. And uh, your wife and mom are both therapists, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, my mom is like an old school therapist. So I have been, in therapy since I'm eight <laughs> um, and I'm 51. So that is mostly all my life. I mean, wow. I've taken like six months, I'm never even a year off. Um, oh,
0: like literally you've been in therapy, not yes. not not meaning that your mom is a therapist. So you, well, figured my mom it. has
1: also done therapy on me my whole life. And, I, and I'm not saying that to be funny. Like people think, oh, you're and it is funny. I mean, now <laughs> I can laugh at it, but it's driven me crazy my whole life because she's very old school, like. She's very into, like, uh, energy work. Like, she's a Reiki master, so oh, wow. she'll just do energy work with me and not even ask me. Like, she'll just get quiet. And I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm just doing some energy work. I'm like, you have to ask me. You're, you're <laughs> like... You're psychologically molesting me. That's what you're doing. You're sy- you're molesting me with therapy. And she or she the new thing is tapping. That's been for years. Like tap under your eyes, tap on this uh, and you speak when you tap, which actually is it, it works. It's wow. it's very good to do the tapping. You can go on YouTube and Google it. It's it's it does help a lot with energy work, but um but I've been to like every kind of therapist. I've done every technique. And my wife is more of a like you know get over it kind of she works with a lot of teens and uh, young adults with addiction and behavioral problems so okay. she's very much like buck up get over it kind of you know that kind of a therapist so they're very different in yeah. the way they do things.
0: Reiki's the one where you hover your hands above yes. somebody so, so your mom's doing this and you're like wait a second my aura feels like it's healing wait a second <laughs> get away from me <laughs>
1: She actually did therapy. She did Reiki with me in a Whole Foods bathroom. I'm not kidding. She noticed how anxious I was. And she, and I was, like, suffering with anxiety. And she's like, just come in the bathroom. I'm like, I'm not going into a bathroom. So, of course, she talked me into it. And um, there I am standing in a stall. And she's, like, down, crouching down, like, going over my feet, doing energy. And I hear people fluffing. I'm fluffing. And I'm like, what am I doing? What am I doing? But it's like the... It was like the one way where I connected with her. Like that's yeah. how I connected with her my whole life was
0: through these, this therapy stuff. Wow. Yeah. At least she cares. That actually sounds nice. It
2: does. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was well, going to ask if it was like kind of a trigger point to have someone like, yeah. but I guess, yeah. Cause your wife and your mom are like very different as well.
1: It's yeah, it's like, not,
0: it doesn't remind you of one another, I suppose.
1: Well, they're yeah. both kind of to the extreme and it gets, it's not I mean, my mom is always trying to fix me. I mean, it's oh, not nice, yeah. but it's always like, I'm okay. Like it's sometimes I don't need to be fixed. I just need to be heard. Yeah. And my wife sometimes is too hard. Like, yeah. you know, she's she needs to be a little more like, you know, let's talk about it. Let's process it because she's mm-hmm. so used to, again, working with teens and you know, she ran a program for 13 years with addicts and, and I get it, you know, teens are so they try to milk it and do all this other stuff. So.
0: So the, the, the kind of like tough love strategy with like teens who are at risk, I guess that is the right method to, to go about helping them?
1: Yes. I mean, you you want to be caring. It, it, but this was also years ago, so it was more like that years ago. Now they're so careful about the way, oh, yeah. you know, every word they say to teens and they don't want to get in trouble. But years ago, it was more, yeah, it was pretty, they were rough on them. You know, you they. it was a live-in facility, so they were really tough on them, like how they got up in the morning, made your bed, everything had to be perfectly mm-hmm. put away, and you had to show up on time and you you know they would try to manipulate a lot the teenagers and right oh, wow. so they were pretty tough on them
0: when when uh when you and Nikki Glazer talk about therapy, has she ever told you about her super abusive therapist? she told us about yes. <laughs>
1: Holy <laughs> what she's like, <laughs> I, well,
0: I kind of think it was good because now I know it was like no Nikki that was like so abusive like her therapist is like why are you a comedian you're not funny like, I know
1: that kind of shit makes what? me crazy yeah I, 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 when she told me that stuff I wanted to kill I, it's like I was so disturbed when people tell me those stories it makes me crazy because yeah. I do know what kind of what a therapist should be like yeah and also like you have to go therapy shopping you don't you don't just go to this is what people do they go to one therapist and they're like oh this is the person i have to see yeah that's Mm. so not the case Mm. i mean you really should if it doesn't feel right in your gut you really should go see someone else and compare and see if it works out better and it's it, it is dangerous because it screws with your emotions and if you see someone for a while and they're Kind of gearing you the wrong way. Do you hear a baby crying? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Hold it's on so one second, it's so, okay? So okay. fine. No problem. no problem.
0: You got it. Aww.
1: <laughs> so funny you do you hear her the whole time or just recently uh, just, just recently. a little
0: bit but it sounded yeah. like it could have been a, a screaming baby in a building next to you or something
1: yeah that's hilarious it's one of my twins i have like Aww. 74 kids
0: <laughs> <laughs> congratulations <laughs>
1: i mean now i'm afraid the nanny's gonna like hit her or something i'm so <laughs> fucked up I can't. Aww. Oh, no. I'm joking. Not <laughs> like I'm so afraid of damaging my kids. Like, yeah, I know oh, yeah. like a tap on the hand or like a little pat on the high knee. I'm like, yeah. is she going to be a drug addict? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I, it's funny. I, I've always like same thing. Like, I, I grew up so damaged. I was like, oh, I've never want to, like, download this onto some other human being. I know. <laughs> it's
1: scary when you have kids because you just I mean. I really try to do the opposite a lot of what my parents did. And, mm. but at a certain, I was talking to someone about this yesterday at a certain point. Like you have to not go too overboard with that because you have to reprimand, like you have to be a parent.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, my daughter fell yesterday and she scraped her knee. She's mm. five and a half, one of my daughters. And like, she was hysterically crying and I had to like, let her go into school crying. And I had, like I, you know, comfort her and hugged her, but like, it was time she was okay and it was yeah. time for her to go to school but like i was having a and yeah. in my head i'm like jessica calm down like this is more about your own shit
0: yeah like,
1: she's really okay
0: oh man i remember one time uh my mom was driving me uh through the border because i have grandparents in washington and uh i got a nosebleed right before the border my mom was like oh great this is great <laughs> <laughs> Great. Now look at me. Now look what I look like. Yeah. It's I
1: hysterical.
0: <laughs> being, being a mom is tough. Yeah. It's just so crazy. Especially like I had a single mom. And so yeah. she's trying to like raise this, you know, crazy boy. And <laughs> I had no male figure. And then she's doing the best she can.
1: <laughs> she was it like, it's funny. Hard.
0: She was working in a bar uh, on the weekends. Uh, that was in the movie roadhouse. <laughs>
1: wow <laughs> that's amazing yeah it is it, it is when you have kids you realize what your parents went through i mean it doesn't make the abuse go away or all the shit you went through but it does explain things a little more of what they had to deal with especially like my my mom and my dad when she was 17 she was a baby yeah, oh, wow, yeah. and she had kids yeah. so young she didn't know what she was doing
0: yeah same with my mom yeah it's so crazy it's like, the decisions you make back then yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, I love how typical it was too. Cause my mom was a waitress there and my biological dad was the bouncer there. Oh,
1: that's oh, yeah. great. And that's guess amazing. what,
0: guess what they had an artist.
1: <laughs> shocking!
0: You guys fucked up now. Look. Uh, yeah,
2: no, I, I definitely like really feel for my parents as well. Like when I was like six or seven, I like fell off a boat, like into a river <laughs>
0: Alexi was raised on a boat.
2: Uh, yeah, until I was seven years old. Really? Yeah, probably shortly after I fell into the river. They're like, Weed. we're starting
0: to think this is dangerous. Yeah.
2: And like just thinking back too, because like I've babysat for kids and and whatnot. And like just having to like be responsible for this like little human and thinking about how I fell into a river and like went under the water and my yeah. parents like what what they must have been thinking when I fell in. <laughs> like That is nightmare fuel.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's really, I mean, it's very scary. It's, uh, you know, not to bring this down, but this is real and this is the truth. And, you know, I could, I'm a comic and I can make every interview funny and I, you know, and I do, like, I I love making interviews funny, but I have, one of my biggest fears about having kids was having something happen to them, right? Or having one of them be sick. I have four daughters and my five and a half year old was born, we knew that she had severe heart disease when oh we had a sonogram and um, and so we knew she was going to have to be born and immediately have open heart surgery. Oh my so this goodness. was my biggest fear. Yeah. It was Like I never thought I was going to have kids because I was like, I can't handle it. Like I know yeah. I can't handle getting so close to a human being. I already have major intimacy issues hmm. and getting that close to something and then something happening so Fast forward, she's had four open heart surgeries, a stent, a balloon. It's like you realize how much just how much it is to to have, you know, um, this responsibility like you. You this is your you're responsible. Like I'm fucked up. I mean, I'm okay, but like I have had a hard time taking care of myself my whole life. Yeah. And now I'm responsible for four human beings. Yeah. And. (laughs) I had to get my shit together. Like you just yeah. have to or yeah. else you don't. And then someone else will just take care of your kids. So, oh, man. um, and it's taught me a lot and she's okay, but she's going to need a lot more operations. And it just, um, it's a, it's a, it makes you very unselfish in a lot of ways. Yeah. I can say that when you're a parent.
0: Yeah. I, I, I guess you, you have no choice at a certain mm-hmm. point and you just have to become selfless. It's so true. Wow. Are the, are the four, your four children all like pretty close in age also?
1: No. So I, this, I mean, I have, uh, I have a deal with NBC Peacock about my situation. I don't know if it'll become a show. I I hope so. And I think so, but Bonnie McFarlane and I pitched an idea because I have four daughters and I have two baby mamas. I'm like a rapper. It's fucking (laughs) ridiculous. I have these two hot women that I like fucking got (laughs) pregnant. I have a 14 year old with my ex who lives 20 minutes from me. And then I have three young ones with my current wife. Wow. And I deal with the whole thing like a guy in the suburbs with my (laughs) ex. It's amazing. That's so funny. It's great. It's great.
0: Disgusting Hawk as your rap moniker. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Totally sounds like a member of Wu Tang. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know.
1: It's so awesome. So, like, it's the show is about how I manage all of it with the two women, with the you know guy like, come from this Jewish liberal, you know, family in Jersey. I married into this you know Trump loving um, cops and firemen Catholic family in Queens, New York. It's it's a really funny uh, show. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna film a pilot. That's great. But, yeah, it's it's hysterical. I'm I'm living the life of uh, a man in suburbia. <laughs> it's, it's,
0: yeah. It's great. That's would, so good. I would oh, watch man. that for sure. You're it killing it, and, Jessica.
1: And my 14 year old is a, is an incredibly trained actress who has an agent and she's stunning. And she, she's going to play my
0: daughter in, yes! in in the show. So wow. it's really cool. Yeah. That never happens. Never.
1: <laughs> I don't even think that's ever, I don't know if that's ever happened.
0: Uh, in uh pursuit of happiness, Jaden Smith yeah. Oh, right. yes. And that's the only time I think that's ever happened. It was funny maybe, like when when straight to the Compton or
1: maybe, I mean um Tom Col- Hanks son did he ever play his son or son? I,
0: I it's funny all I can I think know. of is his rapper son right now Chet Hayes. Oh, <laughs> oh god. The white boy summer guy.
2: I like when oh, what when a nightmare. They, when they started like comparing they're like names really do mean something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Colin Hanks is his other son who yeah. it seems to be a carbon copy of Tom Hanks, just younger.
2: Oh, yeah. He's yeah. Great.
0: Yeah. yeah. I feel like that must have happened. It's funny when uh, when they made Straight Outta Compton, the movie about N.W.A., Ice yeah. Cube's son had to audition to play a young Isn't Ice incredible? Cube. Incredible. And it's they're like, well, he does look exactly like him. Let's just give it to him. Yeah, right?
1: That's so crazy. I yeah. mean, yeah. This business is insane.
0: I know. I can't wait for your show. That sounds so good. It's really funny.
1: I mean, if it doesn't, I'd be surprised if it doesn't get picked up. But you never know in this business. And it's okay. But it's really, it's a funny concept. Because... It shows a typical gay family in suburbia that were just like everyone else and mm-hmm. you know deal with the women having issues with each other the two women <laughs> and me always trying to like in between in the middle trying to make everyone happy oh, man. and it and with all the kids and it, it's hysterical. I mean I love that. Yeah. we get the dumbest questions. I talk about it in my act, but someone asked recently <laughs> if our kids were planned. Oh my god. Oh my God. Fucking amazing.
0: You're like, I don't know. We were just being so irresponsible around that time. I
1: wasn't wearing a condom on my (laughs) condom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we're pro-life. So (laughs) (laughs) I had to, to keep the kids. That's great. Do
0: you, do you find that, um, during, during like, you know, you know, quarantine and everything, do you find that people that you know are more extreme versions of themselves? Like, yes. I, like, I thank you. Like, I've been noticing that on social media. It's like somebody who's like mm, kind of dipping into like Trump territory is now <laughs> absolutely <laughs> diehard for that side of things politically. Like, how do you navigate it? Do you just kind of not address it, or do you? Are you confrontational with people in your life you care um, about that are? Yeah, no, not either.
1: I don't at all. I don't. You know what? I don't have the energy. I have, we all have to focus on ourselves and we have enough to deal with. I I don't have time or energy to fight with people on their beliefs, but it's, listen, I agree with you a hundred percent. It has this, everything has shown people's real colors and it's good because I get to see who people really are and I can weed people out of my life, which I have. Unfortunately, even some family members. Oh yeah. um, Because I will not have certain people in my life and um, I will always love them, I'll always be there for them and I will be cordial. Mm. But some people's beliefs and some people from what they have said and yeah. publicly, it's not one of, from what I'm even imagining. Yeah. I can't have people like that in my life and yeah. uh, because I know where they stand and it's not I'm not going to co-sign it. Yeah, and it's OK.
0: Yeah. yeah. But exactly.
1: I've always known. You know, there's some people, it's like, you always knew where they stood, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then there's some people where you're shocked. You're like, holy shit. They've yeah. really gone pretty, uh, you know, they've gone pretty hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. A lot of comics, believe it or not. I, I, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of straight white men. Mm-hmm. And I don't say this a lot. Listen, so many of my friends, my closest friends, my brothers are straight white men. Yeah. Comics. I love them. I I get along with them better than I do the women a lot of the time. (laughs) But there's a handful who have gone nuts. Oh, yeah. Because they feel like they're being silenced and they're being this and they're being that. (laughs) I have a, a, a comic friend who told me the other day, you know, I go on stage now in New York and I feel like the crowd's totally against me and they think I'm the bad guy. And, and I have to, in the first five minutes, get them to like me. I'm like, hello. Yeah, that's what, it, to what I've been dealing with for 22 years. As a yeah. comic, You fucking asshole. <laughs> right. Every totally. time I go on stage, most of the crowd is thinking I'm not funny. Well, okay. it's like it's like in
0: in the trailer for Hysterical how uh, one of the comics was like, yeah, I was treated like a gimmick. Like it's like, okay, let's have a girl up here, see how that goes. It's yeah, that's like
1: Rachel, I think, said, maybe. Yeah, Rachel that's right. Yeah,
0: um, that's yeah. so ins. so. I can't even imagine how you yeah. handle that because it's so obviously what you've been well, dealing like, with and for them yeah. to say that is so and wild
1: it's easy. i mean i've taught comedy for so many years in one in 30 seconds just win them over just say something address it it's it's not hard and you also can be likable in 30 seconds and then they'll be with you and
0: exactly. saying like oh i have to i only have five minutes to win them over five minutes is a long time it is That's you should have said honey. a couple funny things by then
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> right but with yeah. women you know Not with everyone, but with a lot of people, you have to. I just was in Oklahoma. I just did five shows in Oklahoma. You better believe I had to go on stage and really knock it out of the park within the first minute for them to be on my side and be with me for the next hour.
0: Oh, I believe it. Yeah,
1: because a lot of these men who live in, they weren't they didn't know who I was. And Mm -hmm. they they are thinking women aren't funny and their girlfriends and wives drag them there. Mm
0: Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. you, were, you just went somewhere far away to do shows, right? I, I, I did.
1: Try- I went we're, to Puerto Rico for the r- night to do a right.
0: Passover show.
1: Oh, wow. Wow. What yeah, was I do all kinds of shit. I went from Passover shows in Puerto Rico and Florida performing for Orthodox Jews. <laughs> where I couldn't say a curse word. I didn't even come out. I was clean as a whistle to like Oklahoma where I was like, fuck my aunt. Like, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just amazing. But learning how to do that as a comic has opened me up to so much work.
0: Yeah, I, bet. I can
1: perform for anyone. And I'm, I took me years to be able to do that, but I'm so grateful. I did because I can do any kind of show. Wow. Make money.
0: That's great. Oh, yeah. God. Were you, was it uh, stressful for you? Um, was that the first time you traveled during the the pandemic?
1: No, I had done some, I had done, uh, it was stressful though, Mm -hmm. because going out, going to Puerto Rico was a little stressful. Mm -hmm. Um, and going to Florida was stressful because they're just like, no one is wearing a mask anywhere. I mean, it's crazy. Oh wow! That was stressful. It's always stressful to go to a place where they're more careful.
0: I got COVID in Arizona in uh, December. Yeah, (laughs) my my girlfriend's family lives there, and ironically, we're going to visit her mom, who's like pretty under the weather. And then we, before we even got to see her, we both got COVID. Yeah, no one there cares or is taking it seriously. They're having like house house parties and stuff. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, here, I mean, it's it's militant, which and I I'm but now I'm vaccinated for a couple of months. So I feel that was great. better going yeah. on the road now. Um, you know, this weekend I'm going to Rochester, New York, and I'm okay with it because they're pretty, you know, they're careful yeah. here.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But wow. Oklahoma, packed in the room, no masks, no anything. I mean, wow. just, yeah.
0: Wow. It seems like most New York comics have gotten it and are most. O- healed from yeah. it now. That's good. Yeah. All right, Jessica, one more question, if you don't mind. Uh, do you-,
1: you imagine? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fuck you.
1: <laughs> I have to say something on this show so that people hear it. I have had to reschedule, change the timing. I have been all over the place <laughs> because I, again, have 78 kids. And I um, have been doing so much press for the movie. And you have been so amazing. You guys oh. have been so accommodating. And I Thank can you. tell that you're just such good loving, amazing people. I can't oh, wait to meet you.
0: Oh, thank you so and much. And hang out. Yeah. And yes. I just
1: appreciate it. So thank oh, you.
0: Thank oh, yeah. you so much for doing Anytime yeah. you're in Vancouver, we would love to have you. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, have you? By the way, have you, you've you played, you said you do Canada a lot. Love it was Vancouver. Vancouver. Love yeah. it.
1: Love it. Love it. Have done um, Yuck Yucks. I've done an off Broadway show there. I love Vancouver. Oh,
0: cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. It's very sweet. Yeah, uh, yeah, we, yeah. We've been really excited to have you on. So thanks for yeah. making the time. Um, I was curious what kind of day jobs you had before doing stand-up and That's if you had any awful stories from them.
1: Oh sure, I mean in <laughs> high school I worked at a department store called Lord and Taylor where I yeah. had a full close. Um, I would be so high every day just <laughs> and have old Jewish women just all they did was ask me where things were like, do you know where the hosiery department is? Like just. <laughs> You know, where's the bathroom? Excuse me, like just oh my in God. my face. Yes, and then um, I worked at Starbucks, which I liked actually. Yeah. Okay, I liked working in Starbucks. That's a cool job. I heard it's I great worked, there. Yeah, yeah. I worked in a printing shop. I mean, I had really, I was lost for a very long time. I didn't know <laughs> what I wanted to do. I counselled people. You know, I went for a masters in social work. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. And then I became a comic, which I say is the same thing, except I don't have to listen. I talk. (laughs) 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 um, I bartended for years and that would be hell sometimes in New York. I bartended in Times Square and, you know, tourists wouldn't tip and they were rude a lot of the time. And that was a rough gig. For years,
0: I've I heard some comics from New York talking about how they were uh, they worked in bars and when celebrities would come through and tip badly, everyone would talk about it. Everyone. <laughs> yeah. I've heard
1: more stories about. And then you hear about the ones who tip hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah and then you like their movies more after that. Right.
1: <laughs> who does that? How could you be a celebrity and not tip well? Like what right. a joke.
0: Yeah, That's
2: so strange.
0: Yeah, I know because <laughs> you know that people are gonna be definitely telling everyone they know about it.
2: Oh yeah, you're you're like almost bound to like tip really really good. You every have to. Time. What you a have trap! You have no
1: no conscience, right? You yeah, have to have absolutely no awareness to not yeah. tip well as a celebrity. Yeah,
2: That's so true. <laughs> That's funny. Um, you were talking about your first uh, job about all the, the Jewish ladies coming up to you at Lord and Taylor yeah. and you were super yeah. high. Cause my first job was at a Jewish country club and I was always high as well. <laughs> same, same experience. <laughs> it's
0: exactly. got to get through the same. day somehow.
1: It's like, I know this. I've lived God this. God help you. I'm doing a Jewish country club next Saturday. I do all of them. <laughs> I make fun of them the whole time. I mean, I just had lunch with my mother at a Jewish country club, and she literally looked at me and she's like, "I don't like this chicken salad." I'm like, "It didn't even come yet. <laughs> it's in the fucking kitchen." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god!
0: Wow, thank you so much, Jessica.
1: Yeah, no, really appreciate you, you have you. you
0: coming on. I hope I want everyone to watch hysterical. Yeah, and uh, can't wait to meet you. And me too. For on. We'll hang out. I and when that. you
1: watch it, send me a message. I want to hear what you guys think. But you'll okay, well, it. I promise. Oh, yeah. okay. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.